0: Night Protection Services, for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. Hey guys, what's going on? We are back here for another episode on Surviving to Thriving. Today we have Eric and Christine Musick. They are um, from Canada, which is awesome that they are here today. I think technology is amazing that we're able to have this interview and be in two different countries. They have four children. They're all boys and they did something really cool they left their nine to five daily grind to start a subscription box company and uh, they just launched about a month ago i would say Yeah. yeah it's called louis and Leia, and it is a from birthday to birthday subscription box so everything that you need at the hospital all the way up to one year of life before that though they were a graphic artist and in communications for 15 years. Um, today we're going to talk about how they made that leap of faith to go into something that may have never worked out, and how scary it was for them to go into that, and the the leap of faith that they took that they had something real and they knew that it was going to be good. Um, and so we'll get into that, but I just want to hear a little bit about you guys, so take it away.
1: Good morning little bit about us, like uh, you mentioned, um, we both were working a job. I was actually um, a graphic designer is my background, Um, but after having our second son, I decided to stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom, but I was doing freelance graphic design on the side. And uh, Eric here, he was working for a communications company for 15 years, and uh, I guess... He wasn't really loving his job, I have to say. Like, he was excellent at it and everything, and it was supporting our family. However, um, he wasn't the happiest um, at that job. I don't know if you want to touch base on that. Yeah, no, I hated
2: it actually. It was, it, was a, it was brutal. Um, yeah, you know, it was a great company to work for, and that's putting it, like, say, communications, that's putting it uh, elegantly. I was a cable guy for 15 years. so. Um, I'm very blue-collar background, grew up on a, a fairly poor farm here in central Canada. Um, had no education past high school, uh, dabbled in university, what's called University One in Canada. So it's kind of like your introduction to university to kind of find maybe a course or it's kind of a path you want to, you, you know, by taking courses. They, they hope that you find the, the right path that you want to go into. I did not finish that. School's not my thing. So I'm back to working on a, a pig farm. For three years um, until by fluke I found a friend of mine who was working as a cable guy and he asked me to join him in that so did that turn pretty good actually for the next 15 years was able to do some some piece work and some contracting and that was good but I hated it that was the problem so moved forward 15 years later struggling along with this job we've, had, we've got a house we uh, we built in 2012 twelve. Four kids and now I'm super unhappy and how do we move forward right so the struggle was I've got bills to pay, but how do you leave that and start something fresh, which our goal was to work from home together. We wanted to do something together. So we've been watching a lot of Dragon's Den, which is your you guys' equivalent of Shark Tank. Right. And
1: Shark Tank, we were
2: watching all, all of them. Really. Well, for sure, we were watching both, but like yeah. the Canadian version is Dragon's Den, is what introduced us to the concept. Yeah. So we'd, we'd watch that in hopes that it would give us kind of a, you know, some you inspiration. Know.
1: Yeah. yeah. See, like, I always <clears> knew what I wanted to do. Like, <clears throat> growing up, I was creative, and I just knew I wanted to get into graphic design. So right after high school, I uh, applied and got accepted in a, uh, at a college and took that. But Eric always struggled finding what he wanted to do and he had so many strengths. And we were, we were just thinking like, you know, we got married, um, we wanna be together, yet he's at work all day and I'm home. And so we weren't really, and then busy with kids, right? So we never really saw each other as much as we wanted to. And so, and we had, we have completely different strengths. And I think that works well for us because then we can kind of just, you know, um, just uh, lean on each other on our strengths. So yeah, we were brainstorming and thinking for years, actually. And actually, Eric took a a paternity leave um, when we had our fourth. And um,
2: Well, for those who don't know, like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the paternity leave, if it's something like our our health system and the way things work out here is a bit different.
0: Um,
2: So with my employment, if the mom wasn't taking the maternity leave, which she wasn't because she was already at home self-employed with her doing some freelance work the work would allow the father to take up to four months off so that was kind of the first step of
1: uh yeah because technically um, mothers get a year off uh, after having a baby here i wish so, I yeah <laughs> i know
0: <laughs> mother so, April.
1: so yeah within those four months we were eric was thinking i honestly don't want to go back to work and so we were just trying to think of an idea of what we could do, what we could start, and what we could do. So,
2: yeah, and I put a lot of pressure on myself actually. During that four months, I kind of hit, um, um, I guess, a bad place.
1: Yeah, he. I think he was just trying so hard to find something that he was just like kind
0: of overpressuring yourself.
1: Overpressuring and just feeling so stressed and not really enjoying the four months off to be honest.
2: Yeah. So, and part of that was um, so a few months prior to that. So, our the, the fourth baby came in, in December of 2017. Um, just a few months prior, three months to the day, actually, mm-hmm. um, on September 11th, which is a, a day you guys would know, obviously. Um, but September 11th, my 2017, my father suddenly passed away. He had an aneurysm. So. That kind of shook the core of the whole family life out here for us. It was totally un- unforeseen; no one saw that coming. He no. you know, was only sixty-three, and um, so put that with the, the four months off, putting all the pressure I had to put on myself. I was kind of like going into like what I thought is a depression, I guess. Right? Like, I mean, I I would have days where it was just super dark, and all this pressure to say that after four months, I uh, probably three months in mm-hmm. is when we came up with the um,
1: with the idea
2: with with an, with a idea, like yeah. with this idea of Louie and Leah, didn't have the name obviously then, but just the concept of a box that could help better prepare parents, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So how so, did you guys come up with that? What was like the, the light bulb that went off that you were like, this is actually something that could mm-hmm. be worth it?
2: Yeah, that was obviously, Christina had a light bulb moment. That's
0: uh,
1: <laughs> So we were actually literally in bed and waking up the morning and just chatting and I just said like we just had our fourth baby and we still forgot items in the hospital like is there a like subscription box out there that exists that has like products for the mom that you know everything's in a box so you just have to grab the box add a few items to your bag and head to the hospital because I find that um, every time I've had to pack my bag which has been four times it's been a very daunting job it's always like i always kind of push it to the last minute because i just ah, like what do i bring and and what do you really need and all these questions right like every birth is different every situation is different so you just don't really know what and there's so many resources out there like with you know everybody's idea different idea of what needs to be in there
0: and your daily essentials your you're using them daily so you don't want to pack them until it's last minute
1: exactly yeah Yeah. and and often you have like these full-size products and um you don't technically need all these like you don't need your big shampoo conditioner right you just need little samples because you're only there for really the some hospitals want you to be in and out right because they're so busy so yeah, so that's how the idea came. And then the our first step was doing research, right? Try to see if there is a company out there that exists like it. And we did find a lot of like subscription boxes for moms and some for pregnancy, some for trimester boxes and stuff like that, but nothing really for the hospital and nothing really that had our concept and so our concept was we wanted really good quality products that are eco-friendly that are sustainable so do you want to touch base on that
2: no that was the whole thing we like if i said if we're going to start a box i don't want to have more junk in the world like it's got to be eco-friendly I'm a huge proponent of being kind of everything green in our house very recyclable people like everything is is recycled to the envelope that a car came in like if we're going to do this Oh, you know, we had a mission statement that everything's got to be quality, eco-friendly for sure for the parents. And obviously for the baby, it's got to be top-notch. So that, when it came to the product, that was that. But
0: I mean, even your guys's box is eco-friendly. That's, yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah the, the box itself is not made from virgin material. Like we found this company in the States called Eco Enclose. It's made from 100% recycled content. The ink they use is eco-friendly. It's made from natural things. So, I mean, everything is... is
0: it's biodegradable too. Like, it's awesome. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the one of the boxes, the hospital box, because I think that's like your main mm-hmm. huge thing. Um, there are, as Zach put it, thirty-seven thousand items in, yeah. <laughs> in here, and it's only for two hundred twenty-five dollars. So you guys have, and that's Canadian dollars. That's Canadian. So Yeah. yeah
2: so like five dollars American. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
2: steal. the canadian peso is real yeah no it's um yeah it's, it's 225 canadian i think it comes to i'd have to do the, the i don't know what off the top of my head actually when it comes to american but there's a yeah, button i, there on,
0: like, I, I couldn't like, tell you either so but you guys have so many different things you have you thought about you know boy girl gender neutral on your colors all these things for mom just yeah. you know how did you you said you did research but were any of these like Personal touch that you wish you would have had in the in the box yourself. Zach just showed me it's 175 dollars for uh, American dollars.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. There's um, products in here that I don't think they offer everywhere. So, like we ship to Canada and the U.S. So, for example, there are perennial cold packs in the box, um, which is something that I've had. I was lucky, <laughs> lucky <laughs> enough to have. I had a midwife for my last three children. And uh, yeah, and it's something that uh, was offered to me and it was like a lifesaver. A (laughs) a lifesaver. So we decided to add it in our box because not all hospitals or all birthing centers offer it. Yeah. And there's like, I can touch base on a, a few of the products that we've added in. So one is we have an environmentally friendly zipper tote. We decided to add this in the box because you get so many paper, like, so many forms and paperwork and, you know, you'll have like your um, the ID bracelets and all that. And you just need a place to put it all. Like often you go to the hospital and you don't think of maybe adding another bag to bring back even gifts that you'll receive from visitors and stuff like that. Um, we have a, a company called Shaker. They were actually on Shark Tank. And uh, they have this awesome uh, tumbler that uh, we've included in the box. And it's so awesome because it, uh, it has like Triton straw. It has, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, because after having a baby, it's unbelievable how thirsty you get. Right. So when you're nursing, it's, it's incredible. Like I would often scream at their, like get me water, get me water right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, so this tumbler is great for the hospital because, uh, it's easy to nurse one-handed grab your water bottle yeah so um we have really comfortable socks that are so soft and cozy and warm
0: i was Um, reading one of your reviews and everybody raves about the socks i want to get the box just for the socks (laughs) socks
1: are awesome and they were just um uh,
2: they were just featured on gq magazine actually as their top organic sock so nice That was pretty cool for us. And that exact sock, actually. That, that sock. exact sock that so, we have in a
1: box. So that was really cool. Yeah, because after having a baby, you get, like, extreme chills. Like, it's just your body goes into shock kind of thing. And um, so, like, having warm socks is, is huge. And those are all little things that going into labor, if it's your first time, you don't know that you need these things. But um, once you have them, you really appreciate them. Yeah,
2: definitely. It's basically like a combination of all the stuff that we wish we would have had for all the kids. Mm -hmm. And we we thought about that, uh, you know, maybe we had the first one or the third one or the second one. But now these are all the things that we really want to put all together. Um, So it's kind of like the the all-star lineup of all the stuff. Yeah, and things
1: that you can't really get yourself. Like, you know, you couldn't for example, get perennial cool packs unless you bought like a huge box of them. Um, So now like you have in the box and um another thing that we think is very important is we have like this clean touch ink pad so you can take like Mm -hmm. the imprint of your baby right there at the hospital because like i mean i feel so bad but for a fourth child we never even took his little handprints like you just get so busy when you get home you're just trying to like you know get to know your baby and you, you go through all these emotions and there's just so much right so yeah so all these little things when you have downtime at the hospital you can take a few minutes.
0: Yeah definitely. So what is each, every, each of viewers favorite item in the box?
2: Oh that's a great question.
0: Mm-hmm. For the baby like I
1: love our clothing line and um, it's a clothing line from uh, Quebec and here in Canada. Um, the company is called Palais Pain Pain and they carry like the most beautiful clothing. It's made out of bamboo it's so soft and it's so, it's so cute. Like, <laughs> it is. yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I love the line.
2: For me, I'd say it's a couple, it's, it's a kind of a tie. I really like the, um, the birth story card, actually something simple, but it's something a lot of people I don't think think about doing. And I always had fun kind of writing a birth story and, but I was always taking my phone and then, um, I get a new phone and it's lost in that other phone and anyways, right, right not right? So, mm-hmm. um, having the burst card is actually something you can have and put it in that zipper tote or whatever. And then you, you have that forever. And tie, you know, there, the other thing I like a lot is the um, spread. It's just a small thing, but it's something cool that we've actually created ourselves, which is a bamboo toothbrush. Um, and we've partnered that with a little Pacific mint uh, toothpaste. So like even the toothpaste itself is like super natural. obviously. Um, the tube it comes in is biodegradable. So it's a company called Pacific mint out of the United States as well. And, um, They are both things that will biodegrade in nature.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So I I love this box, and I was looking at it um, maybe a week ago when you guys first launched and just looking at all the items, and I thought they were super cool. And I think that it's going to be a great resource for anybody that's listening for one and, and two in our programs because we have lots of young moms or moms who are pregnant and you know getting ready to go to the hospital so i think it'll be a, a great resource for them and i think it's awesome what you guys came up with but i also know that it was a huge struggle for the last however many months years you know going through this and there are obviously a lot of women who are going through a struggle right now that are listening to this and or that will be in the program and it's not maybe you know you guys didn't go through domestic violence struggle but i think all struggle in it is processed the same, um, in the human body. And so whether, you know, you're financially struggling, that same stress is weighing on your body the same as, you know, trying to get out of an abusive relationship, the stress will do the same effects to your body. So in your mind and the way you cope with things. So I definitely want to get into that and talk about that with you guys. So you guys thought of this, you know, laying in your bed and you started doing research. What steps did you guys take next, and, and what was the whole journey like?
1: Yeah, well, just to talk about struggles, I think I'll just touch base on that because um, our struggles kind of led us here, to be honest. Last January, um, we had a house fire, and uh, we, uh, we were very lucky. We all got out safe, um, but it was definitely life changing. It took almost a year to get the house back in order. So, um, so after like losing my father-in-law and then experiencing a house fire, we uh, recently also lost a-, a brother-in-law. So we've experienced a lot in two years, and um, I personally uh, went through major anxiety with all of that. It just it was it was a lot, um, and we actually like decided to um, seek out help. And uh, that was really, really, really helpful. Yeah, so we went to see a counselor just to kind of uh, talk through things and just to help us move forward. And Eric um, started really, like, listening to positive things and listening to podcasts and reading a lot of books. He's like, going you through books like There's No Tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, it's he's been an inspiration for me. Yeah, it's been a few very difficult years and it's still like a, you know a struggle some days but um, I think talking about it
2: you know seeking help like seeking I think, help. yeah it was frustrating because every time we feel like we'd get some momentum um, you know something else would happen you know another um, proverbial lemon would come our way like so like losing my dad that was the hardest thing I've ever went through and then taking that, that little four-month break to kind of reset and focus and then finding an idea so there's highs, lows, oh, a high, and then a the house fire. So then that, you know, put that with trying to launch a business. And we're supposed to launch in September originally. Well, actually, if you look back, it was like July of 2018. And then it was September. And then it just kept getting pushed back. And then May of 2018, uh, my brother in law, who lives literally down the street, uh, he's 36 years old, doesn't wake up one morning. Literally died in the sleep of a failed heart. Um, Um, he didn't even know he had this heart disease so um, now you know he left behind my sister and her three kids all under at the time four years old so it's been just a really like you know so then another lemon everything's been a struggle I think for me the biggest change that I could do was back in April or May right around that time when I lost my 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 brother-in-law I decided to start listening to podcasts and um and to start reading books and making a daily decision to try to put more positive in than positive out because uh, there's so much, it seems so much negativity was around so much crap was coming that I had to offset it with positive stuff. So started reading daily, made a commitment to that morning, and I started listening to the positive podcasts, whether it was business or self-help related, which kind of led how we met through the whole Travis chapter stuff. Right. So, um, but yeah, that was a big, you know, that, you know, with going to see, um, Uh, the counselor slash psychiatrist was huge for us talking Mm -hmm. about it
1: getting our mindset back yeah Yeah, positive state and
2: and yeah yeah I mean because Christine it was tough on the family life too with the four kids Christine couldn't sleep she was so full of anxiety I thought she was gonna have a breakdown like Mm -hmm. she was going by without sleep she was um, she hadn't I think um, grieved over my father's loss and then
1: I think what happened was I was trying to be strong for the family while my husband was grieving. Right. And then when he, I I saw that he was like going on to the other side and, and you, know, you know, he was having more peace with it. Then I started grieving and then we lost my brother-in-law. So it was like, whoa.
0: I'm glad that you guys brought up um, going to see it, um, a therapist or psychiatrist because it is so taboo to talk about it but I feel like even if you are in a great place in life, you should be going to see a counselor. Just, because, Absolutely. you know, yeah. you could have some, you could have a lemon, a proverbial lemon fall in your lap and not know how to deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're going to see a counselor, then, you know, you've already got those tools to help you get through that a little bit easier. Um, so I think that it's great that you guys brought that up because I think it's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Um, having to, you know, seek help because as a, human, everybody thinks that, you know, they can get through things on their own, when in reality, you know, we're very social, you know, we, or, you know, we really need to come together to get through things, you know, I, the, the saying is, it takes a village, yeah. and it really does yeah. in any aspect of life.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, like, uh, it, I don't know why it's so taboo, and um, I guess, I don't know how it is down there where you guys are, but I mean, there's been a lot of light and focus on mental illness, and how... Um, I think it was in at Build Your Network Live, uh, where we both uh you know, fishing met each other where mm-hmm. Travis said I think it was three out of four. Yeah, seventy people so yeah, so if there's a hundred people in a room, seventy people in there, give or take, are not quite right. Right. Struggling with something, right? So that's a huge number. Like you look around in this house, we're six people. So, you know, there's a good chance there's a few of us that are gonna struggle with it as well. So I think um just stepping out and having faith to, to go out and talk to someone that can help you is, um, is key. Just like you would, you know, work out physically to help your, your physical body. You need to have um, someone to talk to to, to to kind of work out the kinks of your, your mental
0: state as well. Definitely. So you were a cable guy for 15 years. And then you took four months of paternity leave. And then did you go back or were you like, nope, this is it. This is, we're taking this leap of faith. And how was that leap? What was it like to have to make that decision once you did?
2: Yeah, I had to go back. Unfortunately, nothing was quite ready. So we, at least we found an idea, Mm -hmm. Um, but I had to go back to work for sure. And then um, what's, what's crazy is that not long after the, um, we've been praying for all these, like we, we rely a lot of our journey as well. If it's okay to say like it was based on our faith, we have a strong faith in God and um, we did a lot of prayer, like a lot of praying in that time and um, I've been praying basically from the time I finished high school and I'm 38 now so 20 years to find something that I was passionate about and I thought it was pointless after a while but I kept praying and at 37 years old is when I got this light that you know things can be different and then go back to work not one month after and uh, the work the the company offered uh, like half the company which at the time was 14,000 people so around 6,500 people were offered a voluntary departure program which is you know what we would call a buyout as an option so you didn't have to take it but it was an option so I I jumped all over it took that it was prorated 18 months which comes to this September so um, I had to go back to work for 18 months but it gave us time to plan out things better do better research and to really focus on how we're going to deliver the product, how we're going to focus the company, um, how we're going to, you know, everything that comes to launching a business, it gave us 18 months. So it was, um, in hindsight, um, being 2020, it was the perfect amount of time we needed to to get things in order. Um, And it gave us a cushion financially to kind of launch um, and give us a bit of time to launch. So September was my last, September 13th of this year, 2019, I should say, was our, um, was my last day with that company
0: and then full time ever since. Nice. That's, Yes. That's almost you know it fell in your lap to be able to to do that. That's awesome after all these struggles leading up to it. It, it it's just kind of like definitely so
1: answered prayers for sure.
2: Yeah. Oh for sure it was such a blessing. So I mean yeah everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. Don't quite understand why that is. Um, obviously it's not our it's not for us to know everything right. So yeah. we just have faith and uh, you know we keep living that faith and yeah I mean it's been so far so good since September. It's been weird. I've always worked with my hands and worked out in um, outside a lot of the time too. Mm-hmm. So working in an office space—that's you know. I
1: my- love it because he brings me coffee throughout the day.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's what—that's why I keep my husband around too. You know, <laughs> bring <me> coffee. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to um, point out your guys' strong faith because. A lot of the people that we have had on the show and are going to have on the show have a really strong faith. Um, I think it's huge in being able to overcome adversity. And, you know, whether you believe in God or something else, just to believe in a higher power than yourself is, um, I think, huge. And it clearly has you know, impacted your life to be able to or to have such a strong faith. Um, did you ever have a point where you kind of lost your faith or needed to regain it? Um, I know that we've had a couple of guests that have like, you know, I went through these struggles and and I lost my faith and had to really get back into it to move forward.
1: Personally, no, no, not for me. My faith was already strong. I I would say, mm-hmm. um, but. I had to like go see my priest and and have conversations with, with him like um we mentioned that I was going to see a counselor but like my priest helped me so much um just understand that you know yes life has struggles but God is always there with you and um that just really helped me move forward and, and and just rely on him
2: yeah sitting here I wouldn't say I never lost it uh, it probably grew stronger actually with um strangely enough like though went through some dark times losing dad and the brother-in-law somehow it got stronger because you rely on faith because i find i couldn't we couldn't have got through everything that we went through um, without our faith to be honest Mm -hmm. because it's just it would have been too much but um it actually grew so strangely enough um i don't know if that's you know yeah so i would say no we didn't didn't lose it yeah Um, at any point it might have um not faltered, but wavered at points. And then in the end, grew and and got stronger.
0: Awesome. So going back, you guys have created this awesome box. That's going to be an amazing resource for new moms and moms to be, and is going to help. I think a lot of our audience as well (laughs) on that note, though, we do have a lot of audience members that, already have their child and have already gone through year one of life are you guys projecting to make boxes for two three four five or is it really just going to be a um, pregnancy and and first year box
1: yeah we're definitely not opposed to any idea i guess for the future we're but as of right now we're we're concentrating on uh, that the hospital essentials up to a year but yeah like the future is bright and it's, there's so many opportunities right
2: no for sure i mean there's we're not going to say close any doors um definitely open to possibly going but it's just right now just with the resources the space we have until uh we grow to a point where we're using fulfillment centers and warehouses right now we're doing it all from our home office like and as I say that, I'm looking at our stack of shelves with the product. Um, so for now, I'd say we're going to concentrate on that, and we've actually come up with some some free resources as well. And we're going to keep working on adding value to what we already have. So one of them, yeah, um, if you have to go to our resources tab for example, there's going to be four resources available by next week um, for for moms to have. So even for people that are past having babies, maybe that from the first year, um, they you know you know people that are having babies you know, whether you're a grandma, uh, you know, at any point you your if like, you know, if someone who's going to be having a kid at some point, um, even if it's off for the product, we strongly recommend at least go to our resources page and get those free resources. There's everything from, you know, photo ideas to 40 questions you need to know um, going in. We just want to better help prepare people. And that's, um, that's something you can always use um, to pass along to people you know and love. So.
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah, truly our, like our mission. Like, it's more than just building this business. It's it's more than just like you know supporting our family. We just really want to help people. Like we've been through it four times, and we just we have you know insights, and we just want to share with people. We want to help them. I mean, if if there's a mom out there who's you know struggling or has questions, like we want her to email us. Like we'd be glad to answer questions or try to help as as much as we can like this, you know
2: you don't yeah you don't have to to go in blind like we did like going in with the first baby we went to the hospital and it felt like he didn't have a voice and I think we just were so unprepared to be honest like uh, we went in there and we just kind of let the system um, take care of us and guide (laughs) us which is kind of silly because you know we we would put more thought into buying the next car or the next vacation which is cliche but it's true like and um, people go in there and then the the system or the hospital will just you just say you need to do this and you need to do that or they'll just start doing things um, and you're like whoa like do I have a say in this do I do I get to say no to that and and this is where the free resources come in mm-hmm. to kind of help guide you on that because you do have a, a, a voice, voice and,
1: you do and a yeah. choice
2: and, yeah definitely um, and it's it's key to have but you know what they would call a birth plan I guess
0: yeah. Definitely. And I love that you guys offer those free resources. Um, I know that we were looking at one that is the birth secret. Every mother to be needs to know. And I'm, and I, I think that it's, that's kind of what you guys are hitting on is that, you know, you just need to be prepared for, you know, this, this life changing event that you're going to have. And it's, it's crazy to me how many people aren't and don't know everything that they need you know like obviously we don't know everything that we need to know but have not even you know done the research to know that you have a voice and um you know have have a say in the way that you're taken care of in, in the health system
2: yeah and i don't you know especially up here where we have a paid for healthcare system um i think people naively go in just thinking everything's gonna be done for them they don't need to put any thought in it because the system will take care of you well that's not entirely true really because there's a lot of things you might be opposed to, you know, whether it's certain shots or doing this, you know, and um, I think it's just important for you to realize that it's okay that you don't know everything, but there's resources out there that that help you. So
0: So you guys are talking about that, you know, you, you have these plans, but you may not know exactly what to say or how to say it, or that you actually have a voice and um, a huge topic right now is um, vaccines and whether or not, you know, we should be vaccinating our children and all of this stuff. And, um, do you have any advice on that for new moms? Because I know that, you know, you've got your, your newborn shots and all that stuff that you have a voice to use, um, for or against it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a big topic. I find that, um, a lot of people are for or against and. I'm not here to say if you should or shouldn't, um, but we we do believe in vaccinations. Um, really, what it comes down to is that we trust our doctor, and um, we've had uh, conversations with him and stuff like that, and that that was our decision. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a touchy subject for sure. Because even in our own family, I have a sister who does vaccinate, and it's taboo to talk about it because yeah. you know it is what it is. So I mean, I get it. It's uh, it, you know, it is. It's a personal thing. We ultimately decided to go with it because I find, you know, and this is just my experience with my sister. I she said, well, I researched it, and I know what her research was. She googled vaccinations, and it was an outdated. And actually, it's been um, like the the article she she read from the doctor, forget his name, that said, you know, it it would have high chances of autism or whatnot was uh, revoked by the medical professionals like they that's not an actual thing but it still comes up on Google searches so yeah. you know, people usually google something the first thing they read take it at the gospel um,
1: I would say I would just suggest that when you do your research yeah don't go with just what it says online like yeah. seek your doctor talk to somebody who's like you know um, studied and <laughs> is a doctor for a reason right, right. Um, yeah
0: yeah and, and really that that was just kind of what what I wanted to get at was who do we go to to answer those questions what are those resources that you know when you are making decisions on what shots you want to give yourself or your baby where do you go to find that information
2: well yeah and there's more and more um studies being done on this obviously and i think one of the things that's happening now is with public school systems and universities um they're going more into direction i'm not I'm not aware of one doing it yet, but they're going into the direction of if you don't have vaccinations, you're not even getting in anymore. So, um, if you don't have your, your your vaccinations, you might not be able to get into university. a future university yeah. you want to attend or a school system or something. So, it's all things to keep in mind, and um, we just believe they're there for the right reasons, not because of conspiracy theories or whatnot. So, yeah. um, we'll we'll take the that. thing
1: is we didn't grow up in the times where like people were, were dying of sicknesses and, and diseases that don't exist anymore. Right. So
2: But that have ultimately sneaked their way back in because
0: Yeah, some definitely are for people sure. People are vaccinated. Yeah, we may live in a time where we do you yeah. know, see people that's dying scary. from disease. I hope not, yeah. Hope yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you guys, you guys have got those resources on your website. Um, coming soon, though, um, they're not up there yet. But this week they should be up there. So that'll that'll be good information for um, moms to be and new moms to have for sure. Um,
2: yeah, and if you sign up to the email list, you would get that as soon as it's launched. So we're just there's eight boxes in total on the site, right? And um, we're gonna be launching the five other boxes with the other free resources at the same time
0: awesome so we have new boxes coming this week
2: uh we'll see shortly
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm like all excited
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah just in case uh you know a week from now some kind of thing happened, but yeah it should be very shortly.
0: awesome well i'll be looking forward to that i'll be watching the the website for sure Uh, are all five you said all five boxes are coming out at the same time so the
2: the remaining five yeah yeah
0: okay so zero to three three to six
1: and it's a nine, nine
0: birthday dog. and then the, uh, the, the dad, dad. dad box mm-hmm. oh the dad yep, yep, the dad can we talk about the dad box i'm <laughs> a little excited about that one
2: yeah you know what it's kind of cool like that was a, my little special project um with of course christine's help but um yeah. being a dad going to the hospital four times times—you things that i would have missed out on um that i wish i would have had so um i'm not gonna say it's kind of like a secret yeah but i can touch on a few things like you know we'll just talk about comfort. We'll say that um, comfort was a huge thing. Being cold at night was a huge thing. Um, you, know, <laughs> you
0: get to sleep on the couch.
2: <laughs> basically yeah, it's a couch chair or a chaise or whatever. <laughs> <go>. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause I know that, even, you know, being, being a new mom and going into the hospital is scary, but it's gotta be scary for the dads to go in cause they have no clue. Yeah. You know? We
2: have, yeah. We have, feel like we have no place, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, this is all about her. You want to support her as much as you can and be there for her, but then you kind of feel, you know, useless sometimes because there's not much you can do other than be sit supportive. there and be supportive for her. right? Rub my
0: back sometimes.
2: Yeah, rub her back.
0: Gosh, I'm really excited for that one because I know I'm, I'm over here looking at Zach thinking he's going to be lost in the sauce when, <laughs> when, you know, when we have our first game. Um, for sure he's already told me he's like I don't even know if I want to be in the room <laughs> so oh, yeah.
1: oh, it's so special. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll help him
0: change that thought <laughs> I got you <laughs> exactly exactly so um we have a few questions that we ask every guest that has come on the show I know it's going to take a little bit longer because there's two of you guys so I'm starting them a little bit early but I want to get your guys' answers for them the first one is what would the new you say to the old you each of you can answer separately
1: I guess for me would be to trust the journey yeah to just um also like just know that I I can do it you know and to to not get caught up on um little moments and, and and think that you can't just to change your mindset and just like move forward and for example this interview um was I completely ready for it probably not but you know what I'm just going to go for it because I need to grow and, and these things make you grow. Right. I know I was a little bit all over the place there with my answer, but that's my answer. Yeah.
2: Oh, the new me say to the old me, um, it would say, uh, take action and, and, um, and start now, um, start now. But I mean, doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, quit your job and do your thing, but it means like, start, just start something now, take some kind of form of action where. It can be start reading books to improve yourself or to build, start, you know, rather, you know, listening to the radio in the car, listen to a podcast. Take, take two minutes to download a show and, and put on your phone and, and listen to something positive that can change your life. So even if you're not sure what to do, which was my biggest thing, I wish someone would have told me that because just listening to the positive stuff and, to, you know, has made a huge difference to even just give you ideas and something might spark in you to change. So just take some form of action.
0: Definitely. I've got a bonus question here. Um, What are you working on now? um, And what are you guys doing moving forward?
2: I'll let Christine go again first here.
0: Well,
1: what am I working
0: on now? Um, Well, I'm working on
1: those resources and (laughs) finishing those resources, I guess. Yeah, we're working a lot on the marketing side of the business right now. Um, Just trying to figure out how to, um, you know, be in front of people we don't know right now we've launched and we're in front of, uh, you know, yeah, just to grow our audience, I guess. Um, yeah, we've launched our family and friends know about it, but now it's like getting out there. That's our biggest thing.
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah. same thing. Um, for us, the marketing is a big one growing the audience, taking a lot of steps towards that. Um, and I'm currently working on launching my own podcast. So the subscription box show, um, it would be geared to help people start their very own subscription box. So, I've been working on those things, and that's taking up a lot of time. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, side tracking here. What are you guys doing to build your network? Um, not to steal that from anybody, um, but um, but what are you, yeah What are you guys doing to to move forward in that? And because I think it's that you know, not even if, even if you just don't have a business, but if you are trying to advance your career in something, you know, y- y- your network is everything. And I think that, um, even if you're not, you know, taking that leap of faith to start a business, if you're growing your career, you, you need to build your network. So how are you guys going through that? Go first. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, so a bunch of different things and it seems almost overwhelming sometimes. Like I'll, I'll be writing my phone, all these notes and Uh, So one of the things we're going to be doing is hitting trade shows this year, um, getting in front of not only our our avatar or ideal customers, but um, getting in front of other like-minded people. So we're going to target two separate conferences for the actual business itself. And then, uh, so like target moms, target that kind of stuff. And then we're going to go to two separate um, networking conferences as well. So. Um, whether it's it's podcast or build your network live or it's just something where we can grow our circle of influence, build the relationships with other like-minded business owners and people that are just entrepreneurs in general um, because you never know how you can maybe try to add value for them, but how that relationship can turn into something where down the road it helps both parties out. So I think just keep getting in front of of um, opportunities and, and just taking those steps I think will be.
1: Key
0: for it. Yeah, I think you answered that for both of us. <laughs> awesome. I think it's so key to to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because nobody grows in the comfortable spaces. Very true. Yeah. And
2: actually, if I could touch on one other thing, like to grow the network, we've actually been... Going into a lot of Facebook groups, like it's kind of like I don't know if it's just because I'm in them now that I start seeing ads for them too. Like you know, Facebook is starting to advertise their groups a lot, becoming a very powerful resource and tool for whatever niche you're in or whatever industry you're in. Um, I'll strongly suggest to get in Facebook groups and don't spam them with your stuff. Just try to add value where you can, kind of you know, if just something that hits a you know, hits a something that you know about. Try to try to help people out in there. Um, add your voice where you can. And um, just try to add value to those groups and you are going to grow with, um, with your circle there as well.
0: Yeah. I think, um, I think Travis has a really good um, Facebook group. I think there's a lot of value that comes out of that group that it's not a sales pitch every day. It's things that like, make sure you sign your documents as 2020 and 2020 because they can be changed to any 2000 year um, if you don't. So I was, I didn't even think of that. and, And so it's, it really is, you know, just add value to it and, and you'll get so much more out of it because you're not annoying everybody with your sales pitches.
2: Yeah, I know that those days are done. I agree. Like those, that's done. You got to just add value. That's kind of like the, the new um, sexy term, but it's true. I think yeah, the more you add value with not expecting anything in return is the best way to go for sure.
0: Definitely. Um, going back to our questions, what is something that you can recommend to our listeners to help them through a tough situation? Um, whether it's a quote, book, uh, podcast, ebook, anything like that. Like for me,
1: for when I struggle with anxiety, um, I read this book called Hope and Help for Your Nerves, and I thought that was a very helpful book. Um, so if anybody else is going through uh, anxiety, depression, I think that's a, a great book. It's, it's from Dr. Claire Weeks. Um, so, Hope and Help for Your Nerves, that really was helpful for me.
2: Yeah, for me, um, most of the books I read are business-related or kind of like in that self-help mode. But um, podcasting, I think whatever you're going through, you can just kind of do a Google search, um, like put in whatever you're struggling with. And then, like, I'm talking about podcasts. And then you'll find some good resources. Myself, I, um, I listen to, like, seven podcasts, not necessarily for something that someone might be struggling with emotionally, but there's a the positive impact it's had through the way they talk. Um, whether it's the Ed Milet Show or Travis Chappell's Building Network, John Lee Dumas's Entrepreneurs on Fire, they're all very uplifting people that you know, kind of kick your butt, you know, and, and put you in the right frame of mind. Um, a book, I don't have one off the top of my head that would probably be, let's um, look at my library here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I literally have, like, I read so many. Um, the book that changed my life that got me in a routine, if anything, it's like, go back to that routine thing um was the compound effect by darren hardy so he his book is like just a a snapshot of the book is how to create your everything you do is either making you uh propel in a positive way never or in a negative way it's you're never going in a straight line most people think they just you know going through their day-to-day they're you know they're just kind of like meandering through a straight line but it's not the case you're all, every little thing compounds it's either going up or down, and I think this book literally changed my life
0: awesome um, Christine, this one is geared a little bit towards you because um, sorry eric you 're not a woman um, <laughs> I know it's twenty twenty but <laughs> um, um, but Christine, as a woman, is there any piece of advice that you can offer to our listeners to help you that helped you through the mass amounts of struggles that you guys went through? Um, Because I think that men and women process grief and stress and um, everything differently. And since our audience is mainly women, is there something that you did that helped you through all of that?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think your friends can be very helpful. Um, I have some amazing women in my life that have really helped me through uh through things so i think reaching out to them and not being ashamed of what you're going through because we all struggle we all go through things in life um and and if you don't have those you know strong positive women in your life i think just um you know seeking help or um joining even groups uh there's there's things that are uh, are happening around you that you may not even know about. Um, for example, um, around here, there's like a, a woman's night that I'm actually going to be speaking to uh, in, in the next month here. Um, but joining things like that where you can put yourself around other people and, and hear their struggles. Um, if, if you're not ready to talk about it, just listening to others who've gone through it. Um,
0: But, yeah, like I would
1: really suggest to open up. I think that's that's the biggest um, way to heal. Um, Yeah, finding a counselor, um, putting yourself out there, finding friends. um, Could be in your family, could be your mother, (laughs) could be, you know. And then prayer, um, I think is huge, a huge part of it. And even praying for, to find that person to help you. Right. I think that's, uh, that would be definitely that caught on that.
0: Yeah. That bleeds in perfectly into, um, the last question is who was the one person that helped you, each of you through uh, your struggles?
2: Well, for me, it's pretty easy. It's Christine. Um, oh. like for sure.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, actually I have I can say the same thing about my husband because he said things to me that add uh, like shook me, like kind of put me into perspective like and uh, and I was like, okay, yes, makes sense. And you know, like kind of rely on each other, if you're a couple going through difficult moments, just you know, be together be strong together. And, and and if one is stronger at, at one point, be that strong person for the other and vice versa, right?
0: Be there for each other and,
1: and just lean on each other. Definitely.
0: definitely. Um, I definitely have to agree with that. Zach kicks me in the behind all the time to, to step up and, and and do things that I may be scared to do, but that need to be done. So definitely agree with being a you have to lean on each other when you're in that kind of support system last question how can our listeners reach you to hear more from you or about you
1: okay well first off if they want to know more about our our business and our, our boxes they can go to louisandlea.com and that's spelled dot acom and then they can also follow us on instagram at official louisandlea um, on Facebook, uh, just at Louie and Leah. Um Yeah, those are the big ones. I mean,
2: uh, there's a contact us page on our, on our site, like most do, obviously. Um, we'd love to hear from you, whether you want to give us a call or an email. Um, that's it's all uh, part of We just want to help you guys out as much as you can.
0: Hey, guys. What is going on? I hope you are enjoying this episode of Surviving to Thriving with the awesome Eric and Christine music. Upcoming shortly will be a discount code for their subscription boxes, and due to some timing, the month that is said in the podcast is no longer accurate, but they are continuing the discount code 30 days after the episode launches, so the discount code will go from March 12th to April 12th. we hope that you enjoy everything that comes in that box. They explain it a little bit in the, the episode, but I think that it does not do it justice and that um, you should definitely go and check out their website in the box. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks for tuning in. And
2: for your audience, we're going to have a so special discount. So people, um, we're going to have this open for, you know, say, the, I'll keep it open for the month of January because that's when the rest of the box is coming out. Um, just type in when you're at the checkout, type in thrive and you will get 15% off.
0: Awesome. We appreciate that so much. And I also want to highlight that in, in the next, in sometime in the first quarter to go into wherever you listen to podcasting and search for the subscription box show. Um, and that'll be another way to listen to some great information from you guys as well. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show, for giving that little gift to our listeners and um, for being amazing. Thank you thank, for having us. Yeah,
2: thank you so much for having us. Appreciate
0: yeah. it. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O-thriving-A-T-L. T-O, thriving, A-T-L or online at twothriving.org.